And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are gathered around, not the fire, but for a ritual. And, well, we're going to be talking about one of our favorite bands, Ghost. In particular, we're going to be talking about the early works of Ghost under the reign of Papa Emeritus I, or Primo, as we will just call him for the rest of this. Yes, the one thing about Ghost is it has a ton of lore, ton of backstory. It's music, but it's also a theater show. This is Joe from Monsters and Mad Men Review on TikTok, by the way. And I want to thank Joe for getting me into Ghost. Yeah. Uh, you and me both got into Ghost at the tail end of the Imperator. His, uh... And, uh... One of the special things about the videos we're going to do on Ghost here is we're going to break down the reign of each Papa, the reign of Primo, the reign of Secundo, the reign of Terzo. We could argue the second reign of Neil. We could argue the reign of Cardinal Copia, but I'm just going to call it the vacancy because there was no presiding Papa. And then the reign of Papa Emeritus IV, who is Copia, but we'll get more into that. Yes, yes, and... Uh, I believe, as Joe said, his horrible influence on people, uh, but he introduced me to the band at the end of, I believe, 2021, and it was the song Kiss the Go-Go. 2022, it was only last year. We got into it 20, in August. Oh, 2020, yeah, that's right. And we've discovered, because, you know, I do the TikTok stuff, uh, I found Mariana Cross, which is my new favorite song. I say new favorite song, it's been my favorite song for almost a year. To me, Ghost has no bad songs. I agree. But I will say the Reign of Primo, the Opus Apotamus album cycle, probably the weakest. Yeah, I agree too. So anyway, what I was saying is uh, Ghost found it through, uh, Joe found it, found Ghost through TikTok, and then Joe introduced me. He played the song Kiss the Go-Go, and uh, when we talk about Papa Nil and uh, uh, Cardinal Copia down the line, we'll go further, but... So um, he introduced me to the song, I'm like, I like it, sounds better. I play it on my computer, like it, and then autoplay comes in. Next song is Dance Macabre. Which is your favorite Which one, is right? my favorite song. I'm like, okay, I gotta learn more about this band, and here we are. Just for getting it out of the way, and we'll talk about each one, what are your top three favorite ghost songs? You can only pick three. I'm gonna say Dance Macabre. Is your favorite. Yes. Mariana Cross. Second favorite. And then, I might have to say Darkness at the Heart of My Love. That's fair. My favorite's uh, Mariana Cross is my favorite. Uh, Square Hammer and uh, Monstrous Clock. Those are my favorite ones. I'll say though, like Dance Macabre will always be my favorite, but a lot of them switch off. Like I like Darkness at the Heart of My Love, but then I like Cerise. I agree. Like I, if you, if I had to go past that, and you asked me what number four is. I would go year zero, but then I'd be like, oh, I like Dance Macabre, but I also like Rats. Yeah. So you want to dance like Copia? I like Spillways and I like Ritual. Um, I do like Ritual. Um, Griftwood. Uh, so pretty much after that top three, you could switch. I would probably say right now my fourth favorite would be year zero, but any moment it could become pretty much anything from prequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and by the way, one thing, big shout out to the genius Tobias Forge, who formed this amazing band. You know what's funny is years ago, neither of us would have liked this. Being some, I'm Catholic and I still believe in Catholicism. This is definitely not a band that uh, Very good old Pope friendly. Francis has going on in his iPod. No. 
Well, well, the thing about Ghost is, uh, their themes are all satanic, occult, but the thing is, it's fun. None of the band members are satanists themselves. Yeah, here or there, you know? And I, I think the, the, the satanic image is all satire of the real world. And I think this is a good night to actually be talking about it, because Opus Eponymous is probably the darkest. Definitely. Um... Infestissimum gets pretty dark too. But. What I what I love about Ghost is some of their song, a lot of their songs, almost all their songs actually, some of them are a little upbeat. Like a lot of them are upbeat. Pretty much later but, on, that was starting to get into very the dark. Malora era with Terzo. But they're very dark. Like their they lyrics. Are. If you if one song like Darkness Set the Heart of My Love, it sounds romantic, it's not. I think um, the one that gets me every time and it sounds sad, is Life Eternal. Yes. From prequel with Cardi C singing it. Joe, I've told you about this, but there was a a couple at their wedding and their dance song was Life Eternal. Life Eternal. And I'm like, Joe, you would love this. I know what song you're going to dance to at your wedding. You'll marry well, uh, one of the Sisters of Sin. Getting into the lore, we're starting with the... We can really backtrack and do this two ways. Ghost, as a band, supposedly started in the 60s, according to the lore. They actually started in 2010, but in the lore, it started with Papa Nil, who is Dylan's favorite character in the lore. So, Papa Nil was the leader of the band, and he basically quit, went underground, said the world wasn't ready for Ghost at the end of the 60s. For reasons we'll talk about probably when we do the fourth video on the vacancy, as I will call it. The vacancy of the papacy. So, later on, 2010, when Ghost re-emerged, it was led by Papa Emeritus, who would later be Papa Emeritus I. But at this time, he is Papa Emeritus. For the rest of the podcast, we will call him Primo. He All is in Italian and Latin. Right. Keep mirroring the the church. He is a dark figure. He is very mysterious. He is the least known about him. He kind of has makeup on a mask. They all wear masks, but in theory, this is makeup. It's supposed to look like a smudged skull. And he wears typically dark papal robes, black papal robes, with red in the middle, with upside down crosses on it or a white paper robe with gold upside down crosses on it. And all the papas are brothers. Well, we don't 100% know that, but for the most part, Primo, Secundo, and Terzo are all gonna be brothers. But at this point, we are just talking about Papa Emeritus I. So he is, the least is known about him compared to everybody else. He is the most mysterious, least known, not much least, personality. Yeah. He's the most serious of the bunch. Um, and Is he friend, the darkest? Definitely the dark. Um, Secundo gets kind of dark, but he has a personality. So with Primo here, we kind of joke around in our friend group that each of us are like a papa. Myself, our friend Jake, our friend Little Joe, and Dylan... We all say that we're kind of like a papa. If you've ever been on the show before or have listened to the show before, his ghost say, references. Uh, we and our friend group say that Jake is primo, the most serious, the most dark, the most blunt, the most honest. Uh, 
So that's kind of what Primo is about. Pri so Primo was actually the only Papa who Tobias Forge didn't have a custom mask for. His mask is actually based on an old man mask. So it was painted over and kind of, uh, would kind of be the most common to find a base mask for him. And it should be noted at this time too that nobody know, uh, knew who uh, Papa was or any of the band were. They're called the Nameless Ghouls because it was that was their uh, image, like this band of mystery, the hiding behind these masks. Who are they? Right. So people were trying really hard to kind of figure out who it was. And I think a lot of people suspected it was Tobias Forge. Because of his eventually. And especially when Papa's retired, uh, they would do it in certain ways. And once we get to the end of the podcast, we'll talk a little bit about how Primo was retired. Um, he, uh, they're, you know, replaced and they had seemed like different heights, but they had the same voice. So there was also, is it the same person? Is it a different person? Anyway, I just looked it up because the name was bothering me. The Papa Emeritus the first mask was based on a Walter Gray mask that was custom painted. Hmm. So just an old man generic mask. It wasn't a custom made mask. Reminds me of a Halloween Michael Myers, a William, uh, Shatner. William Shatner mask. And he's a big fan of these movies. When we talk about the reign of Terzo, the Square Hammer music video had a lot of like Nosferatu references in it and stuff like that. So uh, Primo, there's really not a whole lot I can say about him, except his father is Papa Nile, or Papa Nil. Uh, and his father's and father's, and his father's <laughs> father's father's father's. And then his <laughs> siblings that we know of are Secundo and Terzo, and maybe Papa Emeritus IV as well, Cardinal Copia. Copia is probably what we'll just call him to keep it short and simple. Uh, because Copia could be Papa Nil's son. He might not be, he probably is, but- It's heavily implied. But he could also be the Antichrist and we'll talk about that later on, but- In the lore, there's, there's this group called the clergy, right. which controls Ghost. And there's Sister Imperator, who's basically the head of the clergy. Right. Mr. Saltarian. We don't really know. He's he's a member of the clergy, but like we don't know his role. We have the Sisters of Sin, the the two creepy twins who are Tobias Forge's own kids. Right. So it's kind of like, it's hard to say. Uh, granted, we'll talk more about Copia for prequel mm -hmm. and Impera. Copia is my favorite character. He's your second favorite character, so. It's going to be pretty strong out there. Just trying to get the kind of lore out of the way. Right. And we'll talk more about it in each part. So, but. yeah, anyway, with the tracks, I, I do have some of uh, my favorites, but... I would just list them in order and we can talk about the ones just, you know. So, for number one, we have Deus Culpa. Not bad. The Ghost doesn't have a bad song. There's just some I prefer. This is more of a... So even if I'm just like, eh, it's not bad, understand it's a good song. This uh, day is called, but it's an instrumental song. It's uh, it's just, you know, an opening act. And the you... instrumental is really more your thing anyway, because mm -hmm. you love... Um, Miasma. Miasma from Saxophone prequel. player. I'm going to learn to play that. 
When we go to the ghost concert, I'll, I'll bring her. Gonna bring your saxophone. Anyway, so the next song is Conclave Con Dio. Lucifer, we are here. I love that one because it's so dark. I, I, this, as Joe mentioned, this is their darkest album. This is their darkest One album. of their dark. I, I say it switches off. And I know we're going to bring this up again. Mm-hmm. This is the first song we see Copia singing as Papa Emeritus the uh, fourth. Yes. I've seen the video. I so, wish I was there for that. This song, um, it's not my favorite. Uh, as you know, we've both mentioned before, I say that this is their, and this sounds harsh, but it's their weakest. This is definitely their rookie pitch. Yes. And to be fair, though, you know, real life, this is when Ghost is first starting out. So they, you know, they have to find their footing. Uh, Tobias wrote all the songs himself with, you know, some of his other past bandmates. Uh, it's also their most metal, if you know what I mean. They, they have shouted lyrics. There's definitely people in the uh, in the world who only want to listen to Opus Apotamus. Hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of shouted lyrics. Like yeah. Five Finger Death Punch, you know what I mean? I would say this is definitely my least favorite of the pure albums, the five main albums they have. This is my uh, least favorite, and I would Mine say too. probably Prequel. Prequel and Imperial switch off is my favorite quite frequently. Prequel is my favorite. This, but uh, and Sweden is known for its uh, death metal. Right. And uh, so the next song we move on to is Ritual. Nima. Ritual is one of my favorite songs. I love. It's definitely in my top ten ghost songs. Now, at one point, it was voted the most evil song or one of the most evil songs. Okay, let me look that up. It's all about the uh, Antichrist. Again, this is uh, basically think of the good, uh, you know, Christianity, and then get the dark opposite. Yep, it is on the list of the mo- uh, 50 most evil songs. So this is probably my favorite Except I'm saying that, and then I'm thinking about uh, Elizabeth, but we'll get there. With Ritual, and again, it's really upbeat. It is. On this night of Ritual. ritual. To procreate the unholy bastard. It's funny, too. It's fun. And this is my favorite song from this album. Ritual is? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably mine. And so the next song is based on a real-life person, Elizabeth Bathory or Elizabeth. Elizabeth, which might be my favorite, too. It's a little hard between. I was listening to Elizabeth this morning. Forever Young. It, and it's so obviously about her, too. It's really, it's really beautiful. I would say this is, in my opinion, and I just like dark people from history, so I would say this is the most artistic to me. It's it's a love letter to her. Essentially. Uh, she was not a good person. No. But, but, <laughs> but you know, it fits their themes and, you know, her lust for blood makes them makes her one of us. Right. <laughs> Little lyrics. We're going to be quoting that all the time. So we move on to track five, Stand By Him. So it's this the night of the witch. fun. It's the night of the witch. You know it? what's funny about the night of the witch? Wapasnacht? That is like tomorrow, right? 
in folklore. It's like half Halloween type of time frame. So that's pretty cool. Joe's the expert here, so I'm going to uh, let him. This is a fun one. I like to listen to it when we drive into Salem. Uh, this one is just by the lyrics by it. Uh, in English, it is a very Halloween-y song. And then the standby hymn is Satan. It's really, it gives, it, the witch feel is really in there. So I really appreciate this song for that. I like this song too. It's not my favorite, but it is catchy. It is. It's and the night of the witch. And so these next songs, uh, I'm not, I don't really know about them too much. I do like them. I've listened to them. But number six is Satan Prayer. That one's not... I think it's one of the weaker ones on this track, but I also have talked to people who really like it. I don't know. For some reason, I've had a hard time getting into Satan's Prayer. With Joe, what Joe said, there's fans who just want Opus Eponymous. Others like, uh, like their newer stuff. They're more mainstream. And honestly, I, I, I respect both opinions. I see why. I do like, though, how Ghost is able to diversify themselves. When Joe first uh, told me about them, I was like, oh, they're just going to be shouted lyrics and all that. I'm probably not going right. to be the biggest fan. I love rock and roll, but... But they're your favorite band, too. Yeah. Uh, the next... Uh, well, I don't know if it's the next song on the track. I can't remember if it's Prime Mover or Death Kneel, but Death Kneel is kind of the same for me. I have a Death hard Neal. time getting... Yep. Is Death Kneel next? Yep. Death Kneel is, um, is another one that's kind of hard for me to get into. I don't know why... But it's still not a bad song. Yeah, again, I'm not too familiar with these last ones. Uh, I have listened to them. I'm like, eh, I don't think I'll put these on my phone, but... Well, I th think, is the next one Prime Mover? Prime Mover, yes. Prime Mover is on my playlist. And the reason why isn't so much that I think it's the best song on this album. But it's... Uh, I have my gut feeling. So one place where me and Dylan kind of disagree, and this is getting into later ghost lore, Copia, you believe Papa Nell is his father? Yes. I don't. I believe he's the Antichrist. I think Prime Mover is about Sister Imperator. And Imperator. <laughs> Imperator? Wow. Yes. Imperator would be the tour they were on when we got into this. You did just pronounce that in correct Latin, though, so you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it would be about her mm -hmm. giving birth, because she is a nun. The song is about a nun giving birth to the Antichrist. I believe this is about sister giving birth to Copia, because I believe Copia is the Antichrist in the lore. And honestly, that's one thing I really like about ghost in general and all their albums songs music videos they tell a story you know me i'm a filmmaker so i love storytelling joe you're a storyteller yourself you're a huge fan of horror movies this fits and right. all their songs like connect to the lore and i do kind of agree with you like ritual to procreate the unholy bastard could be could be uh, it is the antichrist but it could be copia it could be copia because i i really like copia and I kind of hope he is the Antichrist because we lose every Papa eventually. Copia, when he showed up, wasn't a Papa. He was a Cardinal. 
cardinals be, get elevated in the Catholic Church uh, via election. Uh, in this case, sister picked him to be the next papa. Papa Nil disagreed, and there was some politics. Employee kind of, of the year. Employee of the month. Second most employee of the month yes. awards. No, that's the other thing. Oh, off topic. Will there be other cardinals? I don't know. Because there are other... My thing is, I don't want to lose Copia. No, I don't either. He's I, entertaining. He's your second favorite, my favorite. I, I don't want to lose him. And even your favorite died and came back. Yes. But we'll skip over that. And I think there's one last song, and I believe it's another instrumental. Genesis. Genesis. Another uh, religion, uh, a religious mirror. The Genesis. first book of the Bible. Genesis. You know, here you go again, though, Joe. Uh, Genesis, the beginning the beginning of this uh, the Antichrist so all of the all of the albums uh, have a story to be told uh, kind of overall uh, so they'll have various themes uh, featuring different dark imagery so one thing about Opus Apotamus is, like all the albums, it tells some form of a story. So Opus Apotamus was the first record. It was about the coming of darkness, impending doom, birth of the Antichrist. So after that, they have different themes going forward. Most of them stay, like Infestus, some of them stayed with the Antichrist. Uh, so it's supposed to be dark. It's very dark. Uh, one song we did skip over on this was they covered Here Comes the Sun. Yes. But uh, I kind of, I think that's probably the weakest of the ones on here. Just because it's a cover of a song that I don't care about anyway. And I think I, the Beatles are overrated. I will give them credit though. When Ghost covers a song, they can flip it. Yeah, but I think the best one to talk about that would be uh, Father Jim DeFrock. With yeah. his Jesus talk with Jesus He Knows Me. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But no, uh, Here Comes the Sun. Upbeat Beatles song, the ghost version, much different. So now, do you have anything you want to add about Primo and Opus Apotamus before we... Could have a double meaning, sorry. Here comes the sun, the Antichrist. The morning star, Lucifer. Yep. Do you have anything to add about Primo and Opus Apotamus before we conclude? Uh, well, I, I will say for... It, for Ghost First starting out, this is, I think, a, a solid entry. I think it's it's my least favorite, but I don't hate it. It's got some good songs. And again, I get it. They're finding their footing. But I do wish we knew more about Primo. I agree. And we do have two more things to talk about with Primo. His retirement. In a concert in Sweden... Papa Emeritus I walked over to another papal figure, handed him the microphone. They bowed to each other, and the new figure introduced himself and declared himself Papa Emeritus II in Italian and sang the song Secular Haze. After that, we didn't see Papa Emeritus I until his death. When he died, he was murdered by some nameless schools at the order of the clergy. Embalmed uh, and put on display. 
And even when he was killed, along with his two brothers, he was kind of kept out of frame. More people were worried at this point. They didn't really care about Primo anymore. Secundo, people liked Secundo, but the general consensus is he was an asshole. Everyone was more worried about Terzo passing. And I think people forget that the moment the first Papa, Primo, died should have been significant. Granted, all three of them died at the same time. But we'll talk more about that once we start prequel. And that's the reign of Primo. Uh, not too much known, not really many cared, you know, according to the lore, but going into real life here, it's a solid starting point for the band. It is. And I think I kind of liked it when they got a little goofier myself. Because, Which is funny, because I like my movies so bloody and violent. Well, because it's their, uh, it's, to me, it's not, you know, shouted lyrics and dark, like, death metal. It's, they have a personality. There's, they can put on a, a show. Some commenter on YouTube said, uh, he went to a ghost concert, or a ritual as they called it, and called it half concert, half Broadway show. Right. So. Can't wait to experience that. Yeah, we're going in August, so will be fun. And with that, I'll say thank you, Joe, for joining. That was fun. We will be back talking more about Ghost. And with that, I'd say lock your cabins and it's lights out. 